pressing very quality yeah testing 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 I, hopefully you guys hear me it's yeah. like yeah trying new tech new tech is fun anyway uh, will we cut off to his yes later? we'll okay we'll do a cut we'll, we'll say cut and then i'll do the transition and stuff then yeah and the hills be sitting here and then stuff right starting in three no three two one all right starting in three two one Hello and welcome to the Gatewatch cast. I'm your host, Roman Sanzo, and today joining me is Wilson. Hey, what's up everyone? Yep, yep. So, uh, sorry for the lack of episode last week. Uh, I had to take a break because life, and well, mostly life, uh, life gets in the way, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. <laughs> but we come with you with another deck tech from one of our fellow players. Uh, before we do that, uh, just a few things we need to highlight is that Jumpstart is about to release, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Jumpstart is about to release in Asia. Well, mostly Southeast Asia, in Indonesia, Singapore, Malaysia. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about Philippines. That's its own other thing. Oh, really? Yeah. They have their own... I think so. I think so. So, I think finally Jumpstart is coming to us. We can finally get those misprints. Oh, yeah, if there is any. But the fun part is Jumpstart is a two-pack just play and stuff because yeah. what it's simple um, two pack draft most two, probably it's not really draft it's just like two pack wars something like that two pack limited yeah limited yeah but it's, even the lands are included yeah but if I'm not mistaken the lands are in a special print right um on, mostly just one of them then the others are just from um, the one. yeah uh, alright but yeah uh, if you would like to buy your own jumpstart there's also your LGS uh, for us, it's at Alexandria Bookstore. So, if you would like to support your store or if you'd like to support Alex, do so. Because if I'm not mistaken, we have a Shopee store? Yeah, we do. Uh, we'll put the link down below. Mm-hmm. And you guys can visit the Shopee store and maybe put uh, order it from our, the LGS. And, well, hopefully it's better, it's better priced than your LGS as well. Yep, yep. Uh, for me personally, I want to do a uh, jumpstart cube. Ah, jumpstart cube. Yep, so just buy a box, open the packs, put it into a sleeve, like uh, one of those. Ah, yes, uh, like those cubes. Yeah, well, I think they, they sell those things, uh, Cuba, Cuba Magic online. Ah, yes, they did. So you just put it in there, and then you just set, okay, this is a surprise, but you have one box of 20 cards in there so you just pick whatever you just build the deck and have fun and then like, you put mm. it back like those are really fun to do and yeah. Jumpstart is one of those sets that I say if they were to do it normally like just keep selling it on a frequent basis frequent basis it would be it would be fun it would be fun like yeah true it's been a very expensive board game mm. but still yeah I agree but anywho let's head into the main topic, which is the deck tech for, well, we, we won't spoil the cards, but if you can see the things that are laid out on the table, they're very big. <laughs> anyway, see you in a bit. Three, two, one. Okay. You stay. Party. Yeah. Party, come. Party, come. So basically, we start for the second session, which... Uh, I don't know how the song works though. <laughs> I only know this. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
No, no, no. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, nice, man. That's good. Give me a sec. Let me get it. Okay. For the stories. So, Farid, that was about yourself. Okay. Why are you so chubby? No, just kidding. I'm not face shaming you. It's because of MCO. Kalau boleh dapat the ni lah camera. Look so sick. It's one of the laws, ah. Okay. Mm. Three, and three, <coughs> two, yeah. three, two, one. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, joining me today will be our friend and longtime commander player, Farik. Hi, everyone. So, Farik, um, tell me about yourself. What? Did, why did you start to play commander? Okay, first, uh, I started playing Magic since 2013. Oh, since Terros. Uh, then I stopped with standards. I played standards until uh, I stopped at uh, Magic Origins. Mm-hmm. Around 2050, I believe. Then I stopped because I'm a bit busy with my work. <laughs> then I decided to continue playing Magic. I am not sure about playing standards, so I decided to play something more fun and entertaining. So I decided to play Commander. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, here it is. So this is my deck. Okay. okay, so tell me about your deck. Who's your Commander? Okay, uh, my Commander is um, Morophone, the Boundless. It's a Changeling uh, creature, Shapeshifter. So here, let me uh, tell the audience what it is. So Morph on the Boundless is a seven mana legendary creature, colorless. It's a six six changeling. As Morph on enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Yes. And spells of the chosen type you cast cost Wooberg less to cast. Yes. This effect reduces only uh, the amount of colored mana you pay. And other creatures you control of the chosen type get plus one plus one. So this tells me that. This is a creature deck. Uh, it's a creature type deck. Yes. So, what's the creature type? So, basically, uh, people try to play a tribal. So I decided to play with Eldrazi. Yeah. Oh, so it's an Eldrazi ty- tribal deck. Yes. Oh, that's so that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so you're playing all five colors for each Eldrazi. Yes. Basically, it's all five color Eldrazi. Uh, it's basically a colorless creature. Most of uh, Erazi comes with colorless, but there's a plenty cut with uh, Erazi dogs. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, so I decided to play with five colors, so to make it interesting. Okay. So tell me, what's the goal of the deck? What do you think uh, makes your deck tick? So basically, uh, I'm playing Morophone just to cast my creature with Uber color, with Morophone. So I decided to give a lot of rams in my deck. Uh, and with uh, big creatures, big mana cost is only cost five colors. Oh, so you would what five colors? Yes. So how would you cast them? So basically, I use a ram spell to okay. get all the basics and most of the color lands. Uh, plus the most important part with Morophone. 
the combo is Feast of Suns. Yeah. Oh, Feast of Suns. Okay, Feast of Suns is a five mana artifact. Yeah. That says you may pay Uber, Uber yes. rather than pay the mana cost of the spells you that you cast. Yes. So are you you're telling me Feast of Suns with Morphon yes. allows you to cast any spell for free? Yes. So oh my Emrakul, god. Emrakul, Kozilek, Olamo, with all the creatures, big creatures with big mana cost, cost free. <laughs> Not just that, everything, right? Yes, it's everything uh, if you oh, choose wow. a creature type. Nice. Okay, so you're telling me that if you land your cards right, yes. you can essentially play your entire deck? Yes. Oh wow, that's a combo we need to look out for. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell me, uh, what are the win cons for the deck, or do you have any combos in the deck? So, uh, I'm lacking of most of the originals, uh, the Emrakul, not the uh, not the original Emrakul here, right? Yeah, that's banned. So, I I don't have uh, the original Kozila and Ulamog, so I decided to play with uh, Temur Sabertooth and Doxai Extortionate as my uh, combo piece in the deck. Okay, so let's see here. Teamer Sabretooth is a 2-4 creature cat for that's 4 and 3. Yes. It has ability, 1 and a green. You may return another creature you control to its owner's hand. If you do, Teamer Sabretooth gains indestructible at the end of turn. Yes. And the other card, Dark Style Extortionist. It costs 1 and a red for a 1-2 creature goblin pirate. When this card enters the battlefield, create X treasure tokens where X is the number of artifacts and enchantments your opponents control. Yes. So what you're telling me is that Teamer Stable 2 allows you to bounce back your creatures. Yes. And you may recast your Eldrazi that has casting uh, that has a cast casting trigger. trigger. Yes. Wow. What about Doxa Extortionist? Okay, basically you use Doxa Extortionist to ramp your pebble with uh, lots of artifacts treasure. So... Ooh. Here's the thing, if your opponent, like mostly we are playing with another three players, they are basically ramped with a lot of mana rocks and enchantments on the battlefield. So, That's with Doxite Extortionist comes into the battlefield, it will create lots of artifact treasure uh, on your side of the battlefield. And with Temu Sabertooth, it can bounce back your Doxite Extortionist and recast back your Doxite Extortionist to gain another artifact, another artifact treasure. Oh, so let's say you have opponents that have let's say at least three treasure yes you can keep uh well maybe four or five treasure four or you five, can yes. keep bouncing team um teamer uh, using teamer saber tools ability to bounce dox type yes to recast it and keep gaining more and more treasures uh, yes more more uh, treasures and later on you bounce back your erazi then ah. cast for the infinite Ah, no wonder this card is so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell me, what other creatures are in your deck? Okay, basically, I use lots of uh, creatures with Devoid. This is the best, I believe, uh, to save my board from most of the board wipes. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about board wipes, but here's the thing. Having a... Where's the card? Where's the card? Where's the card? Yes. With all is dust, you manage to save all your colorless creature and sack all your opponent's uh, permanence. It's a permanence. It's so, not just a creature. <laughs> <laughs> so all this dust says it's a seven mana uh, tribal sorcery. It's a drive tribal sorcery. Yes. And it says each player sacks all colored permanence they control. So that is important because Eldrazi are usually not 
color. Even if they have a colored mana cost, yes. they have a I have there's something called the void that makes the card has no color. Yes, true. So uh what else is in the deck? So with uh lots of erases in my decks, then I I using where is it? Kinan, yeah. I use Kinan and the trump card for <coughs> for these decks. Uh, Shamans and Forgotten Ways, Biomancers and Canines. Okay, so let's see. So it's, Shaman, not, it's not an Erazi, but it will be fun. <laughs> so you, the first card, Shaman of the Forgotten Ways, is a two uh, and a green for a two tree creature human shaman that says tap it, add two mana of any combination of colors to your mana pool, spend this only to cast creature spells. And formidable, nine and two green, tap itself. Each player's life becomes uh, life total becomes the number of creatures he or she controls. Activate this only if you control three. Uh, if you control have if you control creatures that have total power eight or greater. Yes. The second card is Biomancer's <coughs> Familiar, which is a Simic for a two-two creature mutant. Activated abilities of creatures you control cost two less to activate. This effect can reduce the amount of mana ability cost to activate to less than one mana, and Tap itself, the next time target creature adapts this turn, it adapts as though it had no plus one plus one counters on it. Mm. Yes, yes. And the third card is Kinan Bond of Prodigy, also costing Simic. It's a 2-2 legendary creature, human druid. Whenever you tap a non-land permanent for mana, add one type, uh, one mana of any type that permanent produced. It also says five and two, uh, five and a green and a blue. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may put a non-human creature card from among them onto the battlefield. Put the rest on the bottom of your library. So tell me, how does this work? Take. Okay, here's the thing. Basically, you are ramping using Shamans of Forgotten Way because it can tap to add any Tuma in any combination just to cast a creature. So it helps you to cast your Erazi. And with Bio Biomancer's Familiar, I use most of Erazis with uh, an activated abilities. So with uh, doesn't even need to be Aldrazi, right? Yeah, it's, no, it's, it doesn't need to be an Arazi. So basically, with Arazi first, I have Varish Tyrant, uh, Dread Defiler, and Essence Depleter. So basically, these three cards uh, has an, have, an, has, sorry, have an activated ability. So Biomancer's uh, Familiars uh, on the battlefield will reduce the cost to activate it their abilities ah nice mm. okay so you're telling me that this is all <laughs> in preparation for what you're gonna activate yeah okay so uh tell me more about um, your deck okay so basically i'm using uh i know shamans of forgotten ways is a human so it cannot be it cannot be looked for with kinan uh bond prodigy so just to make sure uh Opponents doesn't have any creatures, and you are making a lot of Erazi, Erazi science token. So having a lot of uh, Erazi science, you can cast your big creatures easier. Later, uh, with uh, an Erazi big power, you can activate uh, Shamans of Forgotten Ways combo with Biomancer Familiar with only two less to cast. Yeah, so, mm. but, so it's nine with two greens, so it less two. So you're only paying nine mana. Paying wow. nine mana to make sure all your opponents might become, die. Uh, might die, yeah. <laughs> then later you can attack with your big creature. 
Phew. Okay. So tell me about this tile. What is this tile? Okay. I put this one set first. So basically, <coughs> if you are playing uh, RZ deck, you are you need lots of uh, RAM. RAM and lots of protection and lots of protection. But and here I use lots of mana rocks like that. So you got chromatic lantern, trend dynamo, uh, Herald's horn for to reduce uh, the cost, just to less uh, less and cost. Yeah, card advantage, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Arcane Signet, Soul Ring, and Wafer Bubble, Dreamstone, yeah, whatsoever. And with this and Kinans, it will cost, it will give you more mana. More mana. Wow. Uh, so it's easy. And I see here there's a smoldering tide here. Does that, is that any part of your plan? Uh, it's one of the part, uh, it's one of, it was one of pieces. It's one of the pieces uh, for ramping, like. It also, it, since it's also non-land permanent, Kinnan also allows it to increase its mana, am I right? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so tell me, uh, what other spells do you have to, let's say, protect it or maybe recur your creatures? Okay, in my deck, I use only three. One of it, one of them is Heroic Intervention. Ah, Heroic Intervention, the instant that costs one in the green. It says permanence you control gain hex proof and indestructible until the end of turn. Yes. And the other two are very, very uh, horrifying. So usually Here, uh, let me read let me read them first. Yes. So drilling encore, it's a four and a black for an instant. Put on uh, put onto the battlefield under your control. <laughs> all creature cards in all graveyards that were put there from the battlefield this turn. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. And the second is living death. 3 and 2 black sorcery, each player exiles all creature cards from his or her graveyard, then sacrifices all creatures he or she controls, <coughs> then put all the cards he or she uh, exiled this way onto the battlefield. Yes. So tell me about the uh, these two cards. Okay, using Trailing and Core in my Erazi deck because you are using a big creature, most of the, all the opponents are going to get rid of it. So uh, let's say they are both wiped, uh, the entire table. So, Trailing Force allows you to bring back all your uh, Erezi creatures and furthermore, all your opponent's creatures. Oh, onto your battlefield. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. And this is the same as a Living Dead, but this is a sorcery, sorcery type. Mm. Okay, so it's basically a Living End that allows you to bring back from your... Uh, Sacrifice all your opponent's stuff and maybe let's say bring back your Emra cool. Yes. Okay, mm. that's cool. So uh, let me ask you, do you have anything uh, to any combos in the deck? Okay. Except for the one that you told me about the dog side, uh, he was able to combo. Okay, a fun part with uh, Erazi, they do have their own combos with uh, their each, other. Uh, each other. So the combo are uh, Flayer's Drone, Erazi Displacer, and Brute Monitor. Okay. And the special about Erazi Displacer, this is the only white Erazi they have in all sets, I believe. Oh, wow. Yes. So let you me can, read. I believe you can check in the internet. <laughs> so let me read it. So the first one is Eldrazi Displacer. Uh, it's a two and a white, uh, three, three feature Eldrazi. It, said it has the void. And it says uh, you may pay two and two and. Uh, Colorless, exalt another target creature you control. 
uh, and exile another target creature, then returning to the battlefield, tapped under its owner's control. <laughs> and the next is Slayer Drone. Uh, it has is a one and a black and a red. It's a three one El, a creature Eldrazi drone. It also has Devoid. It has Swift Strike, and whenever another colorless creature enters the battlefield under your control, <coughs> target opponent loses one life. The next one is Brute Monitor. Brute Monitor is also is a four and two green, uh, three three creature Eldrazi drone. It also has Devoid, and when Brute Monitor enters the battlefield. Put three one one colorless Eldrazi Scion creature tokens onto the battlefield. They have sacked this creature. Add one colorless to your mana pool. Yes. So uh, explain to me how it works. So here's the combo: having play drones on the battlefield. So and uh, of course Eldrazi Displacer also on the battlefield. So when you cast, uh, when sorry, it's not cast. When brute money. Group monitor enters the battlefield. It will create another three Eldrazi Scion token. Okay. Which is they have sex sex creature sex this add creature at three colorless lah. Uh, add a colorless add a colorless. Add colorless mana. So having having three energy sign on the battlefield with brute monitor and energy displacer, you can create a a looping, exiling mm-hmm. uh, combo. Okay. And entering the battlefield and it, uh, triggers flaze drone uh, whenever another colorless creature enter the battlefield. So basically. You are create a loop here to deal damage infinitely with brute monitor and energy displacers. So you activate, uh, you cast brute monitor. Yes. You, it creates three, three. Uh, scions. You yes. stack three scions. Yes. To activate Eldrazi displacer to uh, link brute monitor, and yeah. then it enters the battlefield with three more, yes. and you can keep doing it infinite times. And yes. since you have player drone, yes. it allows you to drain your opponent. Well, not really drain, ping your opponents for one each. Yeah. Wow, that's a it's kind of impact. There. It's kind of impact tremor, but impact tremor uh, deals to each opponent, but flaze drone only deals to, to, to target, target opponents. Opponent. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, and that's a very cool combo mm-hmm. from what I see. And right now, I I also see some other cards. I see some very very interesting planeswalkers. Ah, uh, okay. Wait, where's the land? Which land? Yeah, heaven of spirit again. Okay. Hey, I'm I'm putting Ugin the in ineffable because Ugin. of the discount, right? Yeah, because of the cast uh, colorless spell. You cast cost two less to cast. Okay. And Ugin the Spirit Dragon because yeah the Ugin. Col- Ugin, yeah, the colorless the colorless planeswalker and also Dombri. Yeah, because Dombri are basically a planeswalker that can help you to ram and, and it protects you from counter spells. And also creature spells you cast distant can't be counted. So let me uh, explain to the viewers what we have here. So the first card is Ugin the Effable. It's a six mana uh, legendary planeswalker for four loyalty. Yes. It has a static ability of colorless spells you cast cost two less to cast. It also has a uh, activated abilities plus one. Yes. Exile the target. Uh, exile the top card of your library face down and look at it. Create a two-two colorless spirit creature token. Mm. When that token leaves the battlefield, put the exile card into your hand. Okay. When it has minus three, destroy target permanent. That's one or more colors. Oh, okay. It's destroy target permanence. Okay, so let's see. Uh, the second Ugin is Ugin the Spirit Dragon. It's an eight mana for seven loyalty. It has plus two. Ugin the Spirit Dragon deals three damage to target creature or player to any target, and minus X exile each permanent with converted mana cost X or less. That's one or more colors. 
minus 10, you gain 7 life, you draw 7 cards, then put up to 7 permanent cards from your hand onto the battlefield. Okay, so the next one is Domri. 1 and a red and a green. For 3 loyalty, creatures you control get plus 1 plus 0. At plus 1, add red or green. Creature spells you cast this turn can't be countered. Minus 2, target creature you control fights target creature you don't control. So these three planeswalkers are utility walkers. Sorry? Utility planeswalkers yes. for your deck? Yes. So using Dombre and Knight of Bolas, uh, it does help you to ram uh, to help you cast a creatures, but it does allow your creatures cannot can't be counted this turn. So uh, then uh, the downtake is target creature you control, fight target creatures you don't control. So basically an Arazi with big creatures. It's easily to kill your opponent creatures. Okay. Yes. So uh, I can tell what the other two does. It gives you a discount. It yes. exiles your opponent's board without exiling your board. Yes. So I think that's uh, enough for the uh, Planeswalkers. So tell me, uh, what enchantments do you have in your deck? So I do have five enchantments I put in my deck. So a must. A deck uh, in the Arazi deck. deck is uh, I'm playing from beyond. The green enchantment is also a devoid. Oh. It's especially for uh, Erezi. So okay, so from beyond is a tree and a green enchantment. It also has really has devoid. Wow. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a 1-1 one, one colorless Eldrazi Scion creature token onto the battlefield. It has set this creature at 1 uh, colorless to your mana pool. And it has uh, activated the ability of a 1 and a green, sacrifice from beyond, search your library for an Eldrazi card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle the library. Yes. So it's basically ramp yes. and allows and card uh, let's say tutor effect. Yeah, it, it, it does allows you to uh, look for an Erazika. It doesn't say a creature. So you can look for all its dust in your deck. Oh wow. To your yeah, hand. That's actually very interesting. Yes. So and the others are smoring time uh, and also for ramping. Okay, I don't think we need to explain spawning time. We have talked about this yeah. in like past episodes. <laughs> it does, no, it just allow, makes treasure. Uh, yeah, yeah. And elemental bond. Uh, whenever a creature with power three or greater uh, enters the battlefield under your control, draws a card. So basically, with lots of energy, with big power here. So you, uh, you just keep entering the cards. You keep drawing your deck. Yes. Oh wow. And okay. rhythm of the wild. I play here just to make sure my creatures can't be countered with. Uh, counters, counter spells, and basically, if opponent doesn't have any counters, you can just make your big creatures gain haste and attacks. So you're telling me, casted. you're telling me this enchantment can give, uh, uh, let's say, Ulamog haste. Yes, that's even worse than. Okay, wow. Okay, 20. continue. <laughs> and the uh, the last enchantment I put is Kindred Discovery. Uh, it's an enchantment. Well, whenever it, in, uh, whenever, when uh, Kindred Discovery enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. So basically, it's you, uh, of course, an Erazi. But the best part is here. Whenever a creature you control of the chosen type enters the battlefield or attacks, draw a card. So with an Erazi science keep coming, the tokens you, you keep drawing. Yeah, you keep drawing. Oh, so wow. proof monitor when it casted. You can and keep drawing create, four cards. Yes, you can keep drawing four cards. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so tell me, are there any uh, very useful lands in your deck that, let's say, utility lands instead of those that, that just produce color? Okay, uh, basically, I play lots of 
uh, lens with uh, tap for colorless mana, but I used to play with uh, all the Tron lens because of the Double Masters. Yeah, it just came out then. <laughs> and spawning bat in my battlefield. Uh, so, uh, to create a colorless, and also it does has an activated ability. Uh, uh, pay 6, uh, tap it, sacrifice to create a tree at resistance. And Tomb of the Spirit's Dragon. Uh, pay to tap this land, you gain one life for each colorless creatures you control. Oh, life so, gain. Yes, life gain. So it does a lot. It does a lot. So imagine zones here, uh, pay one, tap, and sacrifice it. So you can cast your spell distance as though it has. Uh, they had flash. Sorry. So you flash in the Ulama. Yeah, so yeah. flash and Ulama. <laughs> Who wants that? Who wants that? And you apparently, yeah. since you're putting in your deck. <laughs> so here I play uh, three triumphs, uh, Ketria, Indata, and uh, Savai triumphs. And also I play two of the... Uh, two lands to look for the, all these three cards. It's easy. Uh, I play Flooded. Strength and polluted delta. Ah, so you expensive can. ones. <laughs> so you can ram uh, to look for savage, uh, all the triumphs. Basically, it all has freelance and also murmuring boss because I don't have another two uh, triumphs. So I just put it pass of essence three uh, ancestry. Three, yeah. Uh, allows you to strike. Yeah, allows you to strike. So corrupted crossroad. This is specially for uh, Erazi because it does has. Pay one life, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Spend this mana only to cast a spell with Devoid. Oh, wow. Mm. So, it, wow. Yes. So, and last is uh, Cascading Cataracts. It is indestructible lens. It does have a uh, tap to add one colorless mana, but it does have pay five, tap this, add five mana in any combination of colors of your mana pool. So, basically, if you have a... Uh, if you have a Morophone on the battlefield, you can also cast your creature with Uber without Fist of Suns. Oh, okay. That's good. Yes. That's good. So, 6 mana to cast any Eldrazi as well. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. So, um, is there anything else from the deck you, you want to share? Ooh. Okay, there. Here. All uh, these two cards. Deceiver of Form and Mirror of Four Bears. So these two cards are basically mirror of mirror of the four best. Uh, it's so, just an artifact. So you just choose a an Arazi. Later, it can copy another creatures on the battlefield, or you can combo with Deceiver of Forms. <laughs> okay, so let me explain to our viewers. The mirror of four bears is a two mana artifact. As it enters the battlefield, you you choose a creature type. Uh, you pay one. Uh, for its casting uh, activation cost until end of turn, mirror the four bears become a copy of target creature you control of the chosen type, except it's an artifact in addition to its other type. Mm -hmm. mm, okay, wow. <coughs> okay, mm -hmm. the next one is Deceiver of Form. It's a six and one colorless, eight eight Eldrazi creature. It says at the beginning of combat on your turn, reveal the top card of your library. If a creature card is revealed this way, you may have creatures you control other than Deceiver Forms become copies of the card until end of turn. You may put that card on the bottom of your library. Oh wow! Mm. So that's a very strong card. So, so tell me, how does this work? So having this level of forms on the battlefield, it allows your other other creatures, all your other creatures, except of this level of form, 
becomes a copy of top of the reveal, uh, the reveal card. Oh. So having these two mirror of the four best copying these of forms uh, on the battlefield, it allows you to uh, at least at least reveal two cards from the top of that. Says if you get a land, you can just put it on the bottom. Then you get another. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, triggers another. Okay. Well, actually, I have a suggestion for that combo. You yeah. can also play Scroll Rack to manipulate the top deck, or maybe even since it's divine power. Yes. So. But I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Okay. So, anything else you would like to add about your deck? So, I believe that's it because most of my decks are colorless. Having a Ugin. As a planeswalker on the battlefield, it will brings hate on the battlefield. Oh. See, see. Uh, really brings hate itself. So, so I, plus Ugin is you, you yeah. don't have a friend. So it will be targeted by other players. So having this special land just for Ugin's to to comes back on the battlefield, maybe. Oh, <laughs> heaven of the spirits, Regan. So this is basically a lens from Fate Reforge. Uh, it does uh, tap to create a colorless mana here. Add one mana of any colors to your mana pool. Spend this mana to cast a dragon. So I don't have any dragons, but I use the last ability just to make sure my Ugin's getting back to the battlefield. It's not no battlefield, uh, at least back it, to your it's hand, back to least. your hand. It, uh, it says uh, tap two colorless, uh, tap this land, sacrifice heaven of the spirit dragon, return target dragon creature card off. Ugin planeswalker cut from your graveyard to your hand. So you have two Ugin. Ooh, wow. <laughs> okay. So I think uh, that's all for your deck, is it? Yes. Okay. So let's cut back and have Norman come back here, I think. So let's 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 see it. <laughs> I don't know how to transition into the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he did well. Good good job, Farik. No. Uh, Oh, okay. No, no script. <laughs> what? We just yeah, no, we just wing it. Just, of course, we wing it. What happened to that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's your script. But you can check that the energy dispenser is the only white energy. Not really. Runa is also a Eldrazi. Oh, oh, is it? After it transforms, it's, it's counted as Eldrazi and its color is also white. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if you want to count as pure white Eldrazi, only that one, yes. Correct, I agree. Right, because Eldrazi and white, no, nah, really. You see? Not much. Yeah, as Ficator as of Sin, it transforms, it's Eldrazi. No, but that one, I think you need this one. Uh, Jazzy creatures you control have vigilance. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's start. Starting in three, two, one. Welcome back. Um, yeah, that was a very interesting deck. I would say. I mean, it is very scary. Yeah, from what I see, I like. I don't want to face that deck tonight or any other night. <laughs> yeah, but when you look at it, right, the idea for the deck is sound. The only negative I can find around it is that. It is just huge in terms of CMC. Yeah, but I, I saw his um, ram spells and all of his like smoldering ties, all his um, mana, uh, artifact ram. I think he will do fine unless mm -hmm. there's a opponent playing a stacks deck where yeah. they can 
uh, nullify all artifacts. But we'll see. Yeah, but in, in all honesty, the deck is one of those decks that nobody's ready for it. Yeah, nobody's ready for it. Ah, oh, tonight. I'm, I'm going to be ready for it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But no, uh, in all honesty, nobody's going to be ready for it because they don't have any uh, countermeasures for the deck. Because when you look at it, okay, it's huge. It wants to attack multiple times. So the only thing I can think of my head is things that exile uh, exiles or prevents it from attacking multiple times, like uh, crawl space. Ah, crawl space, yes. So I mean, like there is a few ways to defeat it. We don't count counters because counters is just a way to end the conversation. Yeah, even but even with Eldrazi, they have a casting trigger. So even if you counter it, their casting trigger is already on the stack sometimes. Yeah, true, true. If I'm not mistaken, there is a way to nullify the casting trigger, right? Like anything like that? Um, stuff like Stifle uh, and all yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, at best, you just end his turn with discontinuity. Yeah, true. <laughs> but wait, if you do use Stifle on, let's just say, uh, Nulamog, does that mean it will be on the field? Um, the Ulamog will still come down if you do not counter the Ulamog itself, but you can, the ability is already countered. Uh, but it's, it's the lesser of two evils. Which one you want to counter? Like the uh, milling of, well, you know, it's the destruction of two of your permanents or the. <laughs> well, you can tell your opponent, well, you don't target me, I don't counter you. Yeah, true. Politics. Politics. Uh, true, true, true. No, but still, uh, it is a very interesting deck, and I personally would not want to face it in battle. Maybe, yeah, me maybe, neither. Maybe of some of the new kids. Yeah, let them have fun. Yeah, let, let him have fun beating them down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still, um, it is a very interesting deck and I hope you guys at home enjoy the deck. So anyway, uh, let's move on to the next topic and that is combo of the day. So I bring an in very interesting combo. It is a combo that I don't know if it's made before, but I just thought of it uh, a few days ago. It's a combo where you can mill your entire deck. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, well, yeah, just mill your entire deck. So it's I call it the grinding uh, grinding breach combo. Mm -hmm. So it said, uh, first, you need three cards. First is grinding station. Grinding station is a two-mana artifact that says, uh, tap it and sacrifice an artifact. Target player mills three cards. And whenever an artifact enters the battlefield, you may untap grinding station. And the second card is Underworld Breach. Now, Underworld Breach is one at one and a red, and it says it's an enchantment. Uh, give me a second. Yeah, uh, it says each non-land card in your graveyard has escape. The escape cost is equal to the card's CMC plus ex exiling three other cards from your graveyard. You may cast cards from your graveyard for, uh, from your graveyard for their escape cost. And at the beginning of the end step, you sacrifice Underworld Breach. And the third piece of the combo is any zero mana artifact. You can even have, let's say, Mox Opal. You can even have Mox Opal. You can even have, let's say, Mishra's Bauble. Anything. As long as you have a zero mana artifact, you can cast it. So, but the combo is like this. First off, you cast. Uh, you have grinding station on battlefield and maybe Mox Opal. You cast Underworld Breach for your turn. Then you tap grinding station, and then you sack your 
zero mana artifact and put it into the gra graveyard and then you mill yourself for three cards. Then you recast the card and then you recast the card and exile the three cards and you do it, uh, grinding station untaps and then you sack it again to mill yourself three and then you keep milling yourself until let's say you get your Tassas Oracle in your graveyard and then you just mill something else and then you mill until you have no cards in your graveyard uh, no cards in your deck and then you cast Tassas Oracle and you win or maybe Lab Mag who, who, yeah, who knows like uh, self-mill decks combo yep. yeah but when you mentioned uh, Blessing Station right I do remember that uh, Star City Games also had a similar combo but I could not find out what is that card okay so the the combo is like this. Uh, first is you need Blasting Station. It's an artifact, uh, it's a three mana artifact mm -hmm. that says uh, tap it, sacrifice a creature. Bla Blasting Station deals one damage to target creature or player. And whenever a creature comes into play, you may untap Blasting Station. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Enduring Ideal is uh, whenever you play, uh, it's a two and two white enchantment, play with your hand review. If you would draw the card, uh, review the top deck of the library instead. If it's a creature card, put it onto your grave into your graveyard. Otherwise, draw a card. Whenever a creature is put into graveyard from your play, uh, into play, uh, into graveyard from play, return it to your hand, and then you play Memnite. Uh. Okay, so the combo works like this. Uh, Memnite is a zero mana artifact for what uh, artifact creature one one. So you cast, um, let's say Memnite, and you have Enduring Idea and Blasting Station on the battlefield. You tap Blasting Station, sacrifice the Memnite, and that Enduring Idea triggers, putting. Uh, your Memnite back into hand, and then you deal one damage to any target. Then you cast the Memnite again, untapping Blasting Station, and then you tap Blasting Station to sack the Memnite, and it returns back to your hand, and you rinse can and repeat. repeat. Yes, yeah. rinse and repeat. You kill everyone. Hey yo. So, well, uh, Blasting Station is very versatile, if I do remember right. Like it can do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. It it was the three stations, right? Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, there's what? The common, uncommon, and rare? Yep. So yeah, uh, having Blessing Station as an uncommon before is very interesting. Yep. Ooh, there's the Sun Titan and uh, Gift of Immortality combo too. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> that's bad. So, um, yeah, that's even worse. I mean, uh, the idea is there. Like, there is a lot of ways to combo off with Blasting Station. And yeah, your, your idea there is cool. Uh, Self-mill is one of those things that nobody would expect. In... Yeah, people are like, oh, he's going to mill us all to death. No, yeah. I'm going to mill myself. Yeah, but you have to put in uh, your cards out first, like... Uh, Running Station. Mac, uh, yeah, true. Maniac. I mean, it's one of those setups that is uh, see uh, is telegraphed from a mile away but it'll be interesting to see it being pulled off yeah true true so uh, uh is there any combos you want to talk about uh, not really i mean uh i don't have any in mind for now because uh yeah i, I don't have any mind for now because i haven't been thinking of a way to do stuff okay no problem so let's go jump into our next segment mm -hmm. and that would be what we end step like what have we been doing for our week so uh if you notice that there's no new episodes that's because life and stuff but i did went to malacca for vacation yes i saw that yeah sure <laughs> yeah so how was malacca it was hot 
Yeah, of course. Everywhere is hot in Malaysia. No, 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 no. I, I don't know why, but Melaka was extra hot. Oh. Like it was extra hot in the afternoon. Yeah. Like okay. I got no idea. It was just hot. But um, the trip there was not the typical visit this go there do that kind of trip. It was go there have food. Like we went out in the early morn around five to six a.m. And we so it was a food trip. Yes, uh, we stopped by. Uh, what is the Malay word for bat? Kluang. Yes, we stopped by Kluang at the train station restaurant there, and we had breakfast there. I heard bat. Yeah, because uh, bat. Yeah, bat. So you're eating bat again? No, I'm not eating bat again. That's only once. <laughs> but anyway, um, after Kluang, we went to the. Seaside? Uh, where was that? I forgot. But no, uh, it was basically to have food, um, a lot of food. And then uh, we did visit the, uh, you know, the historical Malacca places like the heritage what, site. Yeah, heritage site. Ah, okay. Uh, took a pic, took a lot of pictures and whatnot. It was really fun. It was really fun. And then at night, uh, I tried to go to Jung Jungka Wharf. Oh, Jung that's the Jungka. Jung Jung. Uh, jungle walk. Just yeah. call it jungle walk. Yeah, yeah. but jonger, jonger yeah. walk. Yeah, jonger. But it was closed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's always it's usually closed. But it's only open on weekends, and it yeah. probably because of coronavirus. Yeah, that's the thing. Because of the uh, pandemic, the whole the, the place has to shut down at twelve. Oh no, that's sad. Yeah, if it was not, it could have extended to two p.m. and later, so we could have. I mean. Just walk there, have fun, and look at a lot of stuff. But if you're, if you, if your place has like what, one of those night markets like over here in Johor, we have the Bazaar Karat. Mm, true. And yeah, we have that. So it's similar to that, but I, I got no idea. Uh, you can compare it to Johor Jaya Pasar Malam, mm -hmm. a smaller scale version, but and not really much of a um, singing and all that. Entertainment, but it's just it has a lot of variety in there. I've been there since I was like five. Yeah, yeah, so I've been there for like tw uh, seventeen years. I go there like almost every week until the <laughs> pandemic. Oh yeah, well, yeah. the pandemic stopped a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing that the LGS is still open for business, so we can play our magics and get our supplies here too. Yeah, true, so, true. Yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks to Adam. Yeah, who. Yeah, keeps yeah, open and very very <laughs> handsome Adam. <laughs> so, uh, what else did you do? Uh, besides that, uh, we just went to a lot of places just to eat, and then on the way home, we oh on the way home I stopped by one of the pit stops. I, I forgot which pit stop it was, Pago maybe I forgot. But they do you know Rumbly Burger? Yeah, Rumbly I know. Yeah, it, it's a very popular local brand of. Uh, burgers, burger patties, they have their own store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have their own uh, chain restaurant, I think. Well, they, they have chains of like you know stalls. Yeah, but no, this one is their own like KFC or Mirabelle oh. or whatever it is. Where so, is it? I think it's Pago. I forgot. I need to ask again. But uh, it, it, over there they have like uh, you know there's uh, Rumbly lasagna. And I'm not hundred percent sure what else they serve. I mean, I, I I saw, but I don't really remember. But still, there's a lot of uh, foods there. But their kitchen, 
they sell the burgers, the hot dogs, the fish burger. Uh, they also have oblong burgers and chicken chops. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but the chicken chop, from what I heard, is really good. The mm. burgers are not so much. They don't really put in condiments. You need to put them yourself. Ah, okay. But still, um, it was an experience that was pretty enjoyable. Mm, that's good for you. Yeah. But besides that, that's about it. Went home, just shut down and sleep. <laughs> uh, it was really tiring. The, the drive there was fun. Like, I mm. rarely drive using the highway. So, getting Being that... Being speed. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Open road. Ho- hope that the pandemic finishes and we can do this again. Wow. Uh, without any uh, limitations, yes. Yeah, true, true. So, anyway, um, if you guys... Uh, sorry, I need to open my script. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, yes. Uh, if you guys have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at the gatewatch <laughs> at the gatewatchcast at gmail.com. And also, mm. please subscribe and rate us on iTunes and YouTube. Uh, don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date. Links will be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on the YouTubes, it will still be there. Please do subscribe. And yes, we are recorded at Alexandra Bookstore, located at 7-02 Jalan Kolam Air. One, Nonchik Heights. So yeah, they also have a Facebook page that is Alexandra Bookstore JB and a Shopee link will be down below. I think it will be at Alexandra Bookstore. Yeah, but it will be not the logo. It will be someone else's face. I thought it was the logo. Well, anyway, uh, still, uh, if you want to buy stuff, if you're well um, from upstate or... Anywhere, we can sh- deliver it. You just click on that Shopee. You guys go in Shopee, add the cart, buy now, then he'll, he'll ship it out to you. Yep, yep, yep. So anyway, uh, I have been Norman Sanzo. And I'm Wilson. We'll guys catch you next week with another fun episode of the Get Watch Cast. See, See you. you. Three.